there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I grew up with, no, ghosts don't exist. That's all in your head. But I've experienced certain things where I'm like, wait, I'm not crazy. I know that I'm feeling something. I'm hearing something. Magic is something very simple. It's that your will becomes reality. If your will is to do harm, that's what you would call black magic. But technically, it's just magic. What's been the craziest thing that you've experienced? Something, you know, paranormal. Oof. (laughs) Te han pasado muchas, eh? (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to Cheekies and Chill. It's your girl Cheekies. And damn, do we have an episode for you today. It's about all things paranormal. I'm talking about ghosts, magic, and everything in between. So why wait? Let's get into it. This is Cheekies and Chill. My guest today is Jose Antonio Badilla. He's a comedian, influencer, and the host of two very popular podcasts, Leyendas Legendarias and Escuela Secreta, which is part of my Cultura family. I can go on and on about how great these two podcasts are, but let's introduce our guest. Jose Antonio, welcome to Chiquis and Chill. How are you? ¿Cómo estás? I'm great. So excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to talk to you. I have so many questions. Okay, soy bien preguntona, so just FYI. Yo soy bien contestón. Okay, perfect. Sí. <laughs> awesome. So, first of all, tell me about your podcasts. Of course. Well, Leyendas Legendarias was a little side project. We started about true crime, the paranormal, mm-hmm. and, uh, well, just strange history. But with comedy, you know, because we are all comedians. On my part, I wanted to do all of these things, but with good research. Because in Mexico, you know, like everything about La Llorona or scary yes. stuff. They always trying to scare you, like, oh, estaba bien malo y venía. Uh-huh. And I wanted to do this, like, it, seriously, as in the re- where the research comes in, but have fun with it and joke about it and true crime and, you know, make fun of the serial killers because I think that's important that we yes. put them down because sometimes they become, like, heroes. 
and I speak a lot about magic and uh, like chaos magic. So from there, people wanted to know more, right? So I came up with another podcast called Escuela Secreta or The Secret School. So the secret schools, they are, they are really old schools from I know, thousands of years ago where they would teach you about the occult and the esoteric science and all of these things. Ah. And so what I did is from Leyendas, I did this little podcast for everybody that was interested in just the magic part and everything. And that's why I went full in, you know, into magic, what it is, what it actually is, and uh, uh, rational Satanism, Wicca and witchcraft. And just uh, the left-hand path, all of these things that people, because of fear and folklore and everything, they get it wrong. Yes. And they're scared of it when all of these things are made to enlighten us and to make us better persons inside, right? I like that word, enlighten us, porque it's it's absolutely true. I grew up with, you know, no, ghosts don't exist. Um, That's all in your head. But I've experienced certain things where I'm like, wait, I'm not crazy. I know that I'm feeling something. I'm hearing something. And then they want to get scared about it. And I'm, I don't feel like I'm scared. I'm like, okay, it's okay. Like sometimes in my old house, when we lived allá Norco, allá por the Inland Empire, I would hear things in my room. My door would open. The door was super heavy. There was no wind. So I w- it would just open at night and it would make that little screechy noise. Like, yeah. right? And then I would tell my mom, I'm like, mom, I, my door opens in the middle of the night. She's like, no, estás loca. You're crazy. There's no way. I was like, okay. And then one night I was laying in bed awake. Okay. Completely awake. I was on the phone. Y te lo juro que yo estaba acostada and on my left leg, I felt someone like, you know how like when someone gets on the bed, it, it sinks, the bed sinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that happened and my foot went, I felt it like they were crawling on my bed and I was like, <gasps> I yelled and I was like, mom, something's going on again. You're crazy. That's all in your mind. It's your conscience. She told me, I'll never forget. Es tu conciencia. Algo estás haciendo mal. Clásico de mamá. Ajá, exacto. And I was like, mom, no, then... One time I was asleep. <laughs> this is a true story. I was asleep and in the same room, I hear like a little, <sighs> I felt it on my right and I heard it and it woke me up and I was like, what the F? Told my mom, again, lo mismo. But literally a week later, a lady from across the street came over. We had moved into the house, like, I don't know, like six months before. And she said, hi, I just want to introduce myself. Um, I see you guys moved in. Do you guys know the history about the house? And I'm like, no. What history? She's like, oh, well, actually, the person that owned this house, that built this house years ago, he actually committed suicide. And I'm like, no way. They're like, oh, they didn't disclose that information to you? I'm like, no, because they're supposed to. Cuando uno compra una casa, they're supposed to yeah. tell you what happened, no? And they well, depending did Depending on the state, technically. Depending on the, yeah, depending on the state, yeah. too. So they didn't. And anyways, she told me that it was in my bedroom, that he committed suicide in my bedroom. So I was like, mom, see, I'm not crazy. So yeah. So anyways, that's just my little story, but I believe in it. (laughs) That's a residual thing. And exactly. That's why I tell people all the time, like the phenomena is real. I'm adamant about this. Mm -hmm. It's real, but we just don't understand it. So we've tried to, to explain it with religion and fear and folklore instead of trying to look at it from a scientific point. Mm-hmm. So I think we should look at this phenomena as, yeah, it exists. It's happened to me too. Like I, I something pulled my leg in bed. <gasps> yeah, something pulled my leg. I woke up and my leg was up in the air and I couldn't move. And I know they say like in science says like it's because your brain woke up, but your body didn't. And that's like, well, that's maybe why you can't move. But how can you explain my dog going crazy, barking at something that was there? And my dog was like super calm, corgi, never did that. 
she was mm-hmm. on my chest and then like jumping around the bed like something was trying to grab her. And then for days after that, she wouldn't go near the closet because I heard it like come down. I couldn't see it. I just felt it. And my dog uh-huh. followed it too. And it went into the closet. And for days, my dog would not go near the closet. So no how can you explain that? Something happened there. Yes. And that's the big, the, the big conundrum with paranormal stuff. If the proof is really good, people are going to say it's fake. If mm-hmm. the proof is not good enough, they're going to say, ah, why don't you have a good camera? Unless right. somebody experiences something for themselves, you will not be able to convince them if they don't want to. But us that has had things happen to them, we know without a doubt that the phenomena is real. Absolutely. And, and, and because of that experience, is that why you got into the paranormal or was it something before? Oh, I was born with it. Since I was a kid, like in kindergarten, they made us make a, some drawings uh-huh. and the teacher's like, what's that? And I'm like, that's a purple monster. My mom has no idea where I got the word monster from, why I was drawing monsters, anything. Oh. <laughs> and I've always had an obsession with the paranormal and the supernatural and all of this. And okay. then as I got older, I started getting into Wicca and magic. My master's degree was in creative sciences mm-hmm. and how to use the occult as a creative process. So I got even deeper into the actual teachings of the esoteric. So I've been doing this for like 25 years. And now is I've started to talk about that and everything I've learned on this podcast. So people will stop fearing it and start looking right. at it more as how it should be seen. Right. The esoteric arts and the occult arts are trying to explain the world that science is just barely trying to touch. Like quantum mm-hmm. physics, this has been described with other words, of course, since thousands of years ago in esoteric texts. They just had other words for it. And now the how consciousness affects, you know, the the quantum molecules and everything, entanglement, all of these things. So science is just catching up, proving it, putting words in it. But we know all of this is true. Tell me about magic. How does that work? Magic, I thought it's like one, it's the same. It's your will becoming reality. And then there's a lot of schools of magic. Mm -hmm. There's like hermetic magic, which is incredibly hard and... It's the classic uh, TV trope magic with the robes and the silver daggers and these people chanting and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's one way. Then there's chaos magic, which is what I practice the most, which is basically punk magic or pop magic. Okay. Here's the thing. So it doesn't matter if it's hoodoo or voodoo or hermetic or everything. Every single school of magic is looking for one thing, which is called gnosis. Okay. So gnosis, it's a state of mind where you're not, Asleep and you're not awake. Okay. Like if you wake up in the middle of the night and sometimes you'll even get up, go to the bathroom and drink some water, go to sleep. And then you you don't even remember mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you did it or not. Yes. That's the state of gnosis. Okay. So every school of magic finds a way to get you to that point because that's where then your will can go over your ego because our ego is a pragmatic, right. dogmatic materialistic part, right? That'll go like, that's not going to happen. But if you're in that state, you can just project that onto the universe. And then it might happen, it might not. And it does not go against the rules of physics and its probabilities. Let's say you want to win the lottery, but you don't Uh buy a ticket. So what would need to happen is somebody would have to buy a winning lottery ticket, then lose it. And then the air Uh is going to have to push it to where you are. The odds of that happening are astronomical. Yeah. So uh-huh. you need to work halfway towards your goal. Yes. Okay. And then everything will match up. That's how it works. I would really recommend like Wicca 
It's a really good practice because it's really spiritual. Or just go straight to chaos magic, which is basically Robert Anton Wilson. He's the one that figured out, like, it doesn't matter if you're praying to God or Batman Mm -hmm. or Vishnu. What matters is that you believe. Yes. Faith is yes. So Mm -hmm. when you pray to, like, I don't know, Archangel Michael, Mm -hmm. what you're praying to is what he represents. So if, I don't know, you're scared of public speaking, Mm -hmm. you can pray to the Joker or Loki because they represent somebody that wouldn't be afraid of public speaking, right? That's how belief works. Right. So in magic and in chaos magic, it's just about belief. Just believe that this can happen. Mm -hmm. And it teaches you a really simple method, which is called sigils, sigil magic, where you turn a phrase, let's say, uh, I want to have a corgi, which is actually how I got my corgi Mm -hmm. with magic. I found it on the street and I adopted it. Yeah. And so you transform your phrase into a symbol. And then with gnosis, you just put it in your brain Mm -hmm. and then you forget about it. And then it happens. And sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't happen, you think about why it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes what you want is not what you need. Yes. For example, I did a lot of spells because I wanted uh, tenure. I teach university for seven years. And I wanted tenure. And I I was like, this is what I want. I'll I'll have a a steady job, steady income and everything. And I didn't get the, the, the job. Had I gotten the job, I wouldn't have a podcast and I wouldn't be doing exactly what I love. Mm-hmm. And that's why it didn't happen. Yes. Magical thoughts, right? The wheel of fortune is always turning. So when you're down, you need to learn. When you're up, you need to be happy and, you know, give that happiness to everybody else. And it's always turning. So this is what magic teaches you. Yeah. But if they want to start, I would say week out, just go straight to chaos magic. I mean, you mm-hmm. can find the chaos magic books online and start doing sigils. And then for gnosis and chaos magic is the orgasm. That's the main way humans, we have it Mm -hmm. in us to have that little blink into gnosis, into the universe. That's why we feel like, oh, we understand that everything's going to be fine. So in that moment, you can skip the two hours of meditation or of chanting Uh (laughs) to Cthulhu the God and just go straight to an orgasm with your symbol and you're done. Okay. ¿Cuál es la Wicca? What's Wicca again? Wicca is the, it's basically like a more... Uh, modern take on witchcraft. Mm. So it started in the UK. Okay. Wicca is a form of uh, paganism religion or way of life. So it's very Wiccan. It's very witchcrafty. You know, you go to the forest or the outside. It's mm-hmm. Mother Earth. It's the oh, nature spirits, the fae, and, you know, oh. just being one with nature. Oh, I like that. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. 
It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. Came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You say we shouldn't be scared, you know, for the listeners here. Tell us why, because in my mind, I feel like como existe lo bueno, existe lo malo. There's black magic and white magic. It just depends on your intention. Yeah, it's actually, there's just magic. It's a tool. Just like there's no good knives and bad knives. Okay. A knife is a knife. A knife is a knife. Depends on the user. Oh, that's a good way to look at it. Okay, okay. Yeah, you can cook food mm-hmm. or commit a crime. And with magic, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Magic is a tool. Magic is it's something very simple. It's that your will becomes reality. That's it. So if okay. your will is to do harm, that's what you mm-hmm. would call black magic. But technically, it's just magic. I see. Okay. So, for instance, let's just put this, you know, because I love to light candles and stuff like that. So I feel like when I light a candle, I put good intentions. You know, I, I speak to the universe, I speak to God and like put all my intentions to this candle that uh, the same person or another person can get the same candle and maldicir a alguien, no? Yeah, that's what magic teaches us. We create the world around us. It starts in here, in our brain. In our brain. And then we manipulate it with words. What we are doing right now, it's magic. Ideas, I'm putting them into words. I'm moving the airwaves. They're getting into a microphone and I'm putting my ideas into your head. That's magic. That's why every like magic, oraciones and everything, Mm -hmm. there's words and there's rhymes and there's poetry. Right. You know, as I'm having this conversation, I'm learning so much. I mean, things that I feel like I've known intuitively, but I just don't know how to put it in words like you do. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I have a vision board and I believe so much in vision boards and I feel like it's just, I, I say it like it's like magic. It happens. Like you just said, it's believing it, having faith, and doing something every single day to make that a possibility. Not just sit there and be like, ah, que todo te caiga del, del cielo. You know what I mean? Like, no va a pasar. It's, Everybody would have a Ferrari exactly. if uh-huh. it were that simple. Como right? dice ahí, you know, dice, ayúdate y yo te ayudaré. Yeah, and, and what you're saying is completely true. It's hardwiring to mm-hmm. us. Like the first cave paintings, they were not just to, you know, remember the hunt. They were painting a scene that they wanted to happen. So before going out, they would paint them the mammoth or the, the prey. Uh-huh. They would paint themselves doing a, 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 a successful hunt. 
And it was their way of projecting that into the universe. Then they would go out. So they were sigils. And then when we're kids, when you write the name of the person you like and then your name or or their name a bunch of times and hearts, yes. you're doing magic. You're manifesting that. It's yeah. sigil magic. Mm -hmm. You're trying to manifest even if nobody has ever told you about this. It's hardwired into That's us. That's crazy. Okay. And what do you tell people that don't believe? Like, have you ever gotten someone that, ah, no te creo. Like, what do you tell people? All the time. And, and I, I tell them, like, I can't convince mm -hmm. you. But as an example, I always use my, because now I have a second Corgi. My first Corgi passed away like two years ago. Oh. And then I made a sigil and I got another Corgi adopted again. So I, I always tell people like, just explain the odds of me in Ciudad Juarez, where there's like, I don't know, 20 Corgis in the whole city. Uh -huh. Of me getting two of them adopted. And even if you don't believe it was with magic, I made magic and I got what I wanted. So what's the difference? If you're saying like, oh, it's mm -hmm. just good luck or it's probability. And like, that's exactly what magic is. Probability. Yes. And I choose to look at this as a magical aspect of something I did. Absolutely. And what I tell people is, even if you don't believe in it, at least try to have like a magical brain. Mm -hmm. Magic is everywhere. Wonder at eclipses are how plants grow at the, the little coincidences in life. It's true. If you can... Always look at that with wonder. You will always have an open mind, an open brain. You'll be happier. You'll, yeah. you'll be more empathetic Absolutely. towards other people. Now, do you feel that magic is somewhat similar to religion? Or I feel like they kind of intertwine in a way, no? Well, religion has magical mm -hmm. attributes and rituals. Like, for example, the, what do you call it? El... El Rosario, uh, or in church, like repeating the Psalms over and over, those are pagan magical practices used to change the brain. But in religion, they use it towards a God or a one thing. In magic, you're the one doing the thing. There are no gods okay. that, are, that gave you something or did not give you anything. It's you and the universe. Okay. And whatever you do is on you. And whatever doesn't happen, it just didn't happen. You're responsible for everything. So that's the main difference. Like even in Wicca, they believe in the goddess. Uh, the, there's energy and everything has a male or female energy. Okay. And it's not about uh, men and women. It's just opposites. Everything's black, mm -hmm. white, fire, mm -hmm. darkness. And all of these energies are there and you interact with them. But they won't judge you. They will not send you to hell <laughs> yeah. and... And you can ask for a favor, but it's so you can help yourself. Like what I was telling you with Joker or the Archangel Michael. Yeah. They're just figures. So it's not really a religion in the sense that there's a God and there's all these rules. And if you break him, he's going to punish you. Right. I know. And that's what I feel like religion has done or what my personal experience is instill so much fear that you just... It's hard for yes. you to even grow to your full potential because you're so damn scared. You know what I mean? But now that you're talking about it, I'm like, okay, like I've seen a lot of People have their sanjuditas, you know, and it, like what you're talking about, Archangel Michael and stuff. It's it, sanjudita lo que representa. St. Judas, you guys, it, it represents money, no, like abundance and prosperity. Yeah. So it's kind of like what you believe in. It's like without you even knowing, it's not really the statue that you may have is kind of what I'm taking right now. It's you putting in that intention of me va a ir bien en mi negocio. I'm going to do well. And you're calling that. You're actually creating the magic yourself. Anyways. I have another question. Yo y mis preguntas, ¿no? no, dale, dale. <laughs> exorcisms. What do you think about that? Okay, so exorcisms are weird. First of all, there's no really good documented case of an exorcism that wasn't 
just a mental health issue that was handled horribly because they a lot of them have yes. ended in death. And in Leyendas Legendarias, we talked about a lot of uh, mm -hmm. exorcism cases and they can all be explained with just folklore and religious people going into the exorcism instead of going to a doctor yes, or a psychiatrist. Okay. So I do think some people sometimes feel like they're not in control. I do not believe like it's demons. Because if we, if we talk about demons with exorcisms, then we must assume there's only the Christian God and his mm -hmm. demon, right? Because you have exorcisms in other cultures, but they're not demons. Sometimes they're evil spirits or they're jinn or they're just bad okay. frequencies. The one thing that bugs me is if there was really proof of an exorcism, the church should just make a video of that and then show it to people. And that would get everybody converted and prove that they are the one true religion, right? And any religion could do this because that would make people believe. And they've never yeah. done this. I know people have felt they're possessed or they act differently, but I think it's more mental health until I see uh, further proof. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, because I mean, I'm telling you, my family's Christian and I, I don't consider myself Christian. I, I respect all religions, you know, so I'm as spiritual, you know, but I do feel like it's, it's therapy and meditation and prayer and doing something every single day for your mental health will prevent a lot of things. And I've, I feel like I've proven it myself because I once, like, I don't know, like in 2009, I felt like something evil was, I didn't know how else to explain it because I was just barely being a, like enlightened with my spirituality. And I just said, oh, well, I feel like something evil is lurking in my body. Like something's going on. That's when I came, someone told me you should meditate. And I looked into it and everything. And ever since I've done that, I feel like, oh, it all starts in the mind. It starts everything. with one thought and it just starts growing and growing. It's a snowball effect. Yeah. And you just have to unwind that. And really, como se dice, like unwind your body and your mind every single day. And it, for me, it's helped so much. Meditar en la mañana me ayuda tanto. Totalmente acuerdo. I do the same. Like every morning, I grab a glass of water when I wake up and I go outside and I just drink my glass of water without cell phones, nothing, just me uh -huh. and my thoughts. Yes. Alone. And that's, I think that's enough. If people don't want to spend like 15 minutes yeah. to meditate for 15 minutes, just try that. Do I like that because yo, I mean, I have my water every morning and that's the first, the first hour of my morning nothing but water. And I feel like I'm just yeah. kind of watering my plant, which is me so I can grow. And sometimes it is harder to meditate than other days. Sometimes I'm like, I can't concentrate. So I'm going to try that too. Just go outside and be with my thoughts. I like that. But have you ever played the Ouija board? Oh yeah. A bunch of times. Oh really? Okay. I've never tried it. Eso si decir, neta, I get a little bit scared. Or I'm like, okay, but explain to me a little bit more because I'm a little intrigued about that. Yeah, so yeah, people are really scared of it and it's you shouldn't be. It's, it's actually funny because the Ouija board as we know it, it's called a divining board. So there were a lot of them, a lot of models before we got to the well-known one with the alphabet and the planchette, which is a little thing that moves. So they had ones with the planchette had a little pencil and it would uh -huh. write the words. And like in the 18th century, when spiritualism was a thing, families would get together and play the Ouija board. This was not about devils or demons or anything. It was uh, talking to the dead or to something that we don't know what it is and getting answers. Oh, I see. Okay. Then the church got a hold of it and they're like, no, this is from the devil and blah, blah. And everybody started fearing it. My theory, my take on the Ouija board is that I think there's this whole collective consciousness around the world. We're all connected consciously. And, and you can go to the Schumann Resonance, which is this frequency that surrounds the earth 
Mm-hmm. That's like 7.6, 7.8 hertz, which is about the hertz we get in our brains when we're meditating. Okay, yes. So everybody's thoughts, ideas, our consciousness is connected that way. And not just humans, animals too. So I think the Ouija board is just one way of connecting to this frequency where you can get somebody else's consciousness, frequency, intelligence. And then by uh, micro movements in our muscles, it'll start moving the planchette. So you use your body as like an antenna and you're grabbing onto radio waves. Let's call them that. Okay, okay, okay. So it is for sure from someone that has passed, obviously. You can't, it's alguien que no está aquí ya, o no se sabe. No se sabe porque, I mean, they've done experiments with rats where they'll teach them how to navigate a maze. And then the same species of rats, uh, like this was in Australia and the others in the USA, and they'll learn immediately how to navigate the maze once part of them know about it. They're connected. So I think humans have the same thing. I can't say for sure if it's dead people or, or people that are alive or just the information of, of centuries of human consciousness and animal consciousness that you tap into and then pr- reproduce on the board. But I am sure there's nothing evil about it. But I do tell people when they ask me, I, I say two things because they're always like, I want to play, but I'm curious. I'm just like, look, first, the worst thing that could happen is that it won't move. Usually yeah. you won't be in the mood and it just nothing will happen. And and second thing is do the goodbye thing. You know, they always tell you like, do say goodbye. Yeah, and yeah. this is not because something bad will happen, but this is because if something, whatever happens the next day, you know, your car's battery runs out, you'll probably think to yourself, oh, that's because I didn't say goodbye on the Ouija board. <laughs> and then you'll all, yeah, you're going to sabotage yourself. and everything. So just uh, for uh, peace of mind, Just do, do it. it, but you, you don't have to. Yeah. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of my Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor... Stay from is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcast. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. 
There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get into ghosts real quick. I know we talked about them a little bit. Pero yeah. lo que a ti te jaló la pata, lo que I felt on my bed and was breathing in my ear, is that a quote-unquote ghost or is that a spirit or what do, you, what do we call that exactly? I mean, because I know that I, I experienced it. I felt it 100%. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, and I believe you and I, I've, I've had a bunch of experiences and I think we need to look at them as depending on the case. If you call it a ghost, it kind of forces you to believe that there's life after death. And then there's a person stuck between this world and the other. Okay. So that's hard to prove, but we do know that there's a bunch of different types of paranormal activity types. Mm -hmm. For example, when things move around the house and then glasses fly away, usually that's called a poltergeist or a noisy ghost. So poltergeist, what's been discovered till now in parapsychology is it's, it's usually caused by somebody in the house. And it's usually a teenager. Ah, okay, okay. And it's basically just telekinesis that se repite, and they don't know they're doing it. So let's oh, say see. with the hormones, a uh, 12-year-old girl with hormones gets mad at her mom. She's like, I hate you, mom, leaves the room, and then the, a plate goes flying out the window. Ah. That was the girl doing it, not a ghost. And that's why usually in that kind of situation, they'll move to another home. And the ghost will follow them, quote unquote. Uh It's not the ghost following them. It's the kid still has this telekinesis that that she doesn't know or he doesn't know about it. And when they grow up, it'll just end. And and that's what happens with poltergeists. They just stop. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Now, in your case, for example, that sounds more like what they call a residual kind of energy, Mm -hmm. a a residual ghost or apparition. Because there's this theory called the stone tape theory. So energy is energy, right? Uh And everything around us is absorbing our thoughts and and our emotions and everything. So when, I don't know, the weather and the atmospheric pressure and all things are perfect, this like hologram of a person will appear. And it'll move around the house. It'll sit on the bed. Mm -hmm. It's not conscious. It's not actually thinking about what it's doing. It's just like a recording. Ah, okay, okay. That that keeps moving around, yeah. And then you have the rarest kind, which is like the intelligent kind of apparition, where you can ask it, like, can you open the door and it'll open it, Uh or move something and it'll move it, and it'll actually communicate in a way with you. Oh, I So depending on the case, you need to look at all of the factors around it to determine what, what it could be. Of course, first you need to determine that it's not, you know, a, an old pipe yeah. <laughs> or a mouse in the wall. Yeah. But like something sitting on your bed, that's, that's, I mean, that's obviously something was there. Mm-hmm. And by the looks of it, it's kind of residual. It maybe touched you because it's moving around. Actually, it's really common that people start having a haunting in their house when they remodel. Because you're moving the energy, no? 
not just the energy, also you're putting out stuff. Let's say there are a ghost walk through part of the house. You've never even noticed it. Yeah. But now there's a glass plate there. Ah, okay. So now that energy is going to hit against that and you're going to you're gonna hear it. Okay. And it's not that it's haunting you. It's always been just moving there like a recording. But now it has something to interact with. That makes sense. So yeah, it's really interesting that the whole case in parapsychology and, and the paranormal and paranatural I think it's something that science needs to look more into. Yeah, absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. And now that we're on this topic, before we close, what's been the craziest thing that you've experienced? You know, something, you know, paranormal. Oof. Well, <laughs> super quick. I was in the middle in, uh, in the middle of the forest here in Chihuahua, uh -huh. in La Sierra Tarahumara. And we were in a cabin and we were in the attic, me and my friend. And you could see like just beyond the bed and the rest was just dark. And something started walking right in the dark. And then it started walking toward the bed. We put the sheets on our faces. It walked to my side of the bed and then to my friend's side of the uh -huh. bed. We could hear it perfectly. And then we were laughing. We were so scared no. that we were laughing. And then the attic door opens and it's my friend's dad. Mm -hmm. And he's like, stop walking over there. You're not letting us sleep because mm -hmm. they were sleeping on the house. And we were like, oh, shit, they heard it, uh, too. Oh, my God. It wasn't just us imagining these steps. That was one. But the, the truly creepiest one, we went to a house that I had an ex-girlfriend who was studying psychology. And the teacher rented a house where they would do their practices and everything. And it was super haunted. But like good psychologists, they tried to deny it, deny it until they just couldn't. Mm -hmm. Like doors would open. The patients would hear it. Things would disappear. It was just weird. So one day... They finally said, okay, you can come investigate. Because I was like, let me go investigate. Uh -huh. So we were there. Nothing happens. Most of the time in ghost uh, hunting situations, nothing happens. But this time we were outside. We were always ready to go. And we hear our ruckus, like something broke inside. We run inside and there was like three doors to the left side of the house. Mm -hmm. There was this, this hallway. And I had this like... Well, scientific method, as much as you can call it, that you would open a door and then we would close it and then check it. This was so because a door, an open door can move because of air currents or something. Yeah. But a closed door, if it opens, it's harder to explain. Of course. Right? So we do that on the first door, which was a room with more activity. And nothing, take pictures, nothing closed, closed. Second door, nothing closed. When we were getting to the third door, the knob on the first door starts moving. No. Like, <sighs> <laughs> We turn around and four of us saw it like bah, 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 until the door opened like somebody kicked it and slammed like three times and stopped. Shut we went over there. We took pictures. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and wait, it gets creepier. We took pictures. Those were the only pictures with orbs. I mean, orbs can sometimes be insects, mm -hmm. but these were weirder. So that happens. We were outside. We were talking about like, okay, everybody tell me exactly what you saw. And, blah, blah. and then this was just deduction. Mm -hmm. I looked down. And there was this big tree where we would uh, hang out and it was dead. And the, all the trees around the next properties, they were alive. And then right next to the tree, there was this big patch without grass. Uh -huh. So I started thinking and just, you know, logical reasoning. And I'm like, I think they buried, buried something mm -hmm. here. They hit the roots and that killed the tree. And that's it. We went home. I told my girlfriend what happened. And, and I told her about my theory with the tree. Three days go by and the teacher calls me like at 10 p.m. And she's like, get over here. Things are just the worst. I want you to dig. We start digging. 
And then, I don't know, after two feet, mm -hmm. I start getting pieces of like bed sheets. Mm -hmm. I remember it even had the JCPenney tag on it. Oh and then pieces of a black plastic bag, but the thick ones. Uh -huh. And then like three feet in, I pull like this much hair, like a clump of hair. Yeah, like 15 inches long uh -huh. and like my finger thick of that of clump. Uh -huh. I pull it there and that's where the teacher went like, <gasps> put that back in, stop digging. I don't want to know anything, anything. else. Híjole. Anything. And we left it like that. Yeah. And that house still there. I don't know if she ever called the cops. Uh -huh. I don't know what happened, but that was that story is still with me Dude, till this day. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Se te han pasado muchas, ¿eh? <laughs> Sí, sí. Pero yo creo que así como because you're, you know, I guess because we know. I don't know. I mean, I haven't had an experience in a while, but I was just curious. Y ya, la, mi última pregunta, ¿eh? Ya, soy que estoy chingando yo, pero <laughs> este, <laughs> Para no. Uh, no sé cómo se llama esta hierba, but there is something, a friend of mine wanted me to do it with her. I believe we were in Tulum. Ayahuasca. Ah, ayahuasca, ajá. Yes. ¿Qué, ¿Qué piensas tú de eso? Nomás porque nunca lo he hecho. I've never tried it. I'm kind of curious, to be honest. But what happens when you do that? Do you know about that? Yes, I've done it four times. Oh, nice. Okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me. Yeah, so ayahuasca is really cool. What it has, it's a mixture of plants, but the main, the active ingredient is DMT. Oh. So our brain produces DMT naturally. When you dream, your brain makes a tiny bit of DMT. Mm -hmm. And what they say is that when you're, you're born and you, you cry and the first time you're awake after the womb, that's like the brain shoots you up with DMT. And they believe that's the same that happens when you die. Uh -huh. Your brain shoots you up with DMT and sends you into an eternal dream. So with ayahuasca, you get this shot of DMT, which basically makes your brain see the matrix that makes the universe. You see the uh -huh. cells on plants. You see things breeding. You understand yourself. You can go inside yourself and actually literally see yourself inside yourself and just become one with the universe because you're mm -hmm. you're in this dream state but you're awake mm -hmm. what i do really recommend if anybody wants to try it is they do it in a safe space with as few people as possible and with somebody that knows what he's doing so they can guide you and you will throw up i know i heard about that my friend said she threw up horribly but then The days after, she felt better. She felt lighter. Like yeah. I in one session, a girl had just uh, lost her father, and in one session, she just she was crying for hours and then laughing and everything. And when she was done, she, she just felt, finally mm -hmm. she let go. She was mourning for like nine months, and with one session, she was able to let go. Oh wow! La verdad, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I learned so much. Again, I apologize for all my questions, but thank you for answering them. You were awesome. And before you go, please share your socials, your podcast, tell people anything and everything you want them to know. Oh, thanks. So you can find me, oh, I'm El Ba Diablo, like Ba Devil, Ba, ba Diablo. And you can listen to Leyendas Legendarias on any podcast place that you hear podcast, also YouTube. And Escuela Secreta, the first season is done. You want to know about magic? That's where you go. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Antonio, so much. And everyone listening, you know that we always end with a quote, motivational quote. So aquí les va.
The quote is, we've all got both light and dark inside us. What matters is the part we choose to act on. That's who we really are. There you go. Thank you guys so much for listening. Ya saben, Chiquis and Chill, every Monday. Os quiero mucho. Les mando un beso. Mwah. Do you need advice on love, relationships, health, y más? I'm so excited to share with you that my Cheekies and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas tus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash Cheekies and Chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. This is a production of iHeartRadio and the My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcast and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.